Let me run this by my lawyer is a really helpful phrase to have in your back pocket. Legal Shield has been giving legal peace of mind for over 50 years. They connect you to a vetted law firm in your state for an affordable monthly fee. Want an experienced set of eyes on a contract fine print? Or you finally want to get that will done? Legal Shield has a dedicated group of lawyers who have your back, no matter what the future brings. Sign up today at LegalShield.com forward slash iHeart. PPLSI does not provide legal representation or advice. See a plan for complete terms. L-A-S-I-K, LASIK.com. Have a ton of questions about LASIK? You're not alone. That's why we created LASIK.com. One place where you can go to find every answer to every question on your mind. Like, how much does LASIK cost? How long does recovery take? How do I find a doctor? If you've been thinking about LASIK, go to LASIK.com now. Yeah, LASIK.com. Easy to remember, so you know where to start. L-A-S-I-K, LASIK.com. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet. That's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. You know you've got a comeback in you. When you take the next step, you're going to make it count. For your career, for your family, for your life. You can earn a degree you're proud of with Purdue Global. Purdue Global is backed by Purdue University, one of the nation's most respected and innovative public universities. This is your chance. This is your opportunity. This is your comeback. Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. Ago, just wanted to repeat it. Um, if, you know, obviously, a lot of people are talking about the deadliest wildfires in California's history. You know all about it. Um, those who endured the toughest fire in Santa Rosa and uh, the North Bay in Napa, you know who you are and where you are. Um, what's it like a year down the road? How is life? How are things coming back? What are your challenges? You know, just jot us a couple of paragraphs. We'd love to hear from you. You've not been forgotten. Mailbag at armstrongandgetty.com. Mailbag at armstrongandgetty.com. We're reaching the end of the year. I've always liked the end of the year lists. I remember last year at the end of the year, uh, one of the lists was the most purchased apps. And the most purchased app by far, app that people were willing to pay for, was for doctoring your photos. Wow. So that you would look different. I didn't even know this app existed, but, you know, whitening your teeth, all the different stuff, making yourself thinner. And it never occurred to me. I thought, that's pretty interesting. Well, I came across this article in the Washington Post by our friend Jeff Fowler, who we really like. Your smartphone photos are totally fake, and you love it. <laughs> it's all the different ways 
that with uh, the, with apps and specifically the phone technology now, we can make things look better or different than they actually were, and apparently we're okay with that. He's as charming as he is knowledgeable. It's Jeff Fowler. Hello, Jeff. How are you, sir? Hi there. I am well. Excellent. So uh, uh, please do tell, what have you learned about humanity through our photo apps? Well, it's true that you don't look like your photos. Um, that's because your camera on your phone is really, especially on the newest phones, is really being tuned not to reflect reality, but to make beautiful pictures that an, and that uh, some sort of system or algorithm or artificial intelligence has decided might appeal to us. Wow. So, oh, so wait a minute now. Not even uh, downloading some $10 app, just the way the phone's made. No, I'm talking about just the, the default camera app on the wow. device itself. I mean, think about this. In, on iPhones, they automatically now will blur out the background on portraits, right, to make them look, um, look like you took it with a, a fancy SLR and focus on the face. They'll automatically take red eye out. In China, there are phones that as soon as you take a selfie, it automatically reduces, slims your face clears up your skin. Most phones now also do this trick called HDR, which makes it the kind of hyper real where there's a lot more than you could, again, see with your eye. And the greatest example of all just came out yesterday from Google, and it's on their new Pixel phone, and it's called Night Sight. Yeah, I looked at the examples in your article. This is really cool. I like this. Yeah, it literally lets you take pictures in the dark. Wow. So I've been going to all sorts of dark places here in San Francisco for the last couple of weeks and taking pictures of things I couldn't actually see myself, but the camera could. And the results were, as I call it in my column, pretty fake-tastic. I mean, it took some beautiful <laughs> images. Now, see, um, I don't have but, a problem with lightening a dark shot for a picture. That doesn't seem... But these phones you're talking about in China, that where you take a picture and it automatically slims your face. What the hell is that? Progress. That's what it is. <laughs> it, you know, it's... Um, I, I'm going to challenge you, push it back, push back on you a little bit about the idea of of lightening a dark okay. scene. Because let's think about what's really going on here. Okay, so there's reality. Well, most of us think that that cameras capture reality, but the Pixel phone with Night Sight is creating an image that did not exist in reality. Somebody somewhere had to decide, aha, this is what a sky, a midnight sky filled with stars looks like when it's when it's brightened up. This is the color of the blue. This is the, you know, the, what, what, what this tree over here should have looked like. Those are all decisions that are being made. And then we're thinking of them still because they're photos as reality. So the question is, what is some computer making seem normal to us? What is it editing out of our pictures that um, we aren't going to in the future know you know, was there in the first place. Let me throw in quickly before I forget that uh, Jeffrey's piece in the Washington Post, uh, which we'll link at armstrongandgetty.com, has a great video illustrating the whole night thing and, and how it works. Really entertaining. But anyway, back to the thread of the thing. I would. I like the idea that if I take a picture of my family at Disneyland and then look at it in 15 years, I would like to know what we actually looked like at the time. When we were all that age, no, on you that look day. like a Partridge family. Your wife will look like Melania Trump, and your kids will look like you know jeans <laughs> models and some website. I want to know what we actually looked like. What what Sam and Henry looked like when they were six and eight. Not, but but isn't a lot of this driven by we're going to post it today on Facebook, and we want to look better than we actually do for today's consumption by all our Facebook friends. Is that what's driving this? 
I think that's that was at the core of it. It's, it's the Instagram culture, right? And Instagram right. sort of took us down this path where um, where it wasn't good enough to just have the the photo. You wanted it to look, you know, have a certain glossy kind of feel. But look, there's an argument as well to be made that these tools are actually just removing from uh, from the, the challenge of taking beautiful images, making beautiful images, a lot of the technical knowledge that it used to require. I mean, people have been editing photos forever. It just required you know, some expensive software like Photoshop and some technical knowledge. Now your phone's camera itself is doing a lot of that editing work, allowing kind of everybody to create beauty. So there's some big questions to be asked. Okay, so then what is photography anymore if if the yeah. software is choosing what's beautiful. Man, I've wasted a lot of time and money on that crap you just mentioned. So, oh, and Jeff, you, I'm sorry, just real quick. you gotta, I got to hit you with the, the funniest line in the piece. Your phone has really high-tech beer goggles. <laughs> Which I um, love. True. <laughs> um, so there's, there's the weirdness that we're all trying to look like movie stars or people on magazines. Like over the years, that was the case, right? And they didn't even look like that because those, those photos were retouched. So we're, you know, we were comparing ourselves to those non-existent humans, but now we're comparing ourselves to non-existent us, which is getting a little bit weird. We had we had a story we were doing the other day how p- some people are getting plastic surgery to try to look like the photos of them themselves. Mm. Like they Ooh. they slim themselves in photos, so then they have to get plastic surgery to make themselves look like they do in their photos. I mean, we're we're a weird species once we're doing that. <laughs> we are. Let me give you one other example. It's not from a human, but it's from a building we all know. I was in Washington at night, and I took some photos of the White House uh, right in the corner. And um, it, it's uh, it, it, what the what the camera did. The Pixel Three is it actually cut out some of the detail in the corner of the White House because it thought it was noise. It thought it was sort of garble in the image instead of leaving that detail in. And that, I think, is the kind of thing that's being cut out of our pictures that we don't even realize. So, I'm sorry, what did it cut out? It cut out some of the detail there in the corner of the White House. Okay. So, you know, in the, the triangle at the top of the White House, there are these little architectural details. And when oh, yeah. I zoomed in on the photo from the pixel, it literally smoothed it out. It thought it was kind of like bad skin on the on the front of the white house instead of leaving in that there was a little bit of of detail there same thing uh, when i took the same photo with the iphone the detail was still there because the <laughs> iphone is not quite as much yet trying to wow. smooth out our our, our our view of reality but i'm thinking of like these phones they use in china where they automatically slim you we look at historical photographs and so we can look at a a, a photo of abe lincoln and, and u.s grant there and we assume that's what they looked like at the time as opposed to no they are actually great big giant fat guys <laughs> But the, the, the Brady's photo camera slimmed them down. I think we're, we're heading into a phase where we're going to have to start changing our assumptions about photos and about video. It's so easy now for computers to make images that look realistic or make, make, make videos that um, they're called deep fakes sometimes that make it look like maybe a, a celebrity or politician was talking when they weren't really, that we really have to stop seeing them as the final arbiter of truth. I wonder if somebody could make a video of me dunking a basketball. Wouldn't that be famous? <laughs> Man, I'd, I'd pay good money for that. Uh, Jeffrey Fowler's uh, piece in the Washington Post is really entertaining. Great video to go along with it. And we'll link it at armstrongandgetty.com. Hey, uh, Jeffrey, it's also it's always uh, really nice when you spare us a little time. Thanks a bunch. Really good. You bet. Good to talk. Thanks. So on these dating sites, Sean, is everybody doing this? Because now it's in the hands of the amateur to really change your picture quite a bit. 
Uh, yeah, almost assuredly. I mean, there's. I the, would think you do it at your own peril, though, because once you show up to the the coffee shop and finally meet, you don't want people to say, "Nah, you still get a meal out of it." The, um, <laughs> the, uh, but yeah, some of them are very blatant to where, oh no, that's an obvious filter, just kind of an overlay on the. You are not actually in a black and white bar. That's clearly a filter that you made to make well, it sure. Yeah. One. Um, but the other, you, you can't really tell. You know, you, you don't. Right. Yeah, I don't know if that's an old picture or a retouched picture or. And it's certainly not something that you're necessarily going to bring up. You're like, hey, what about picture four? You're not God, really... Uh, we hmm. we we hired briefly a babysitter a while back. And uh, and and I saw her picture on this site we were, we, were, we were using. And it doesn't make any difference. I don't care what our babysitter looks like. But this was the human being I was expecting to show up mm. based on the picture. Yeah. And I mean, somebody that didn't even resemble oh boy. the picture showed up. Yeah. And I just thought, it doesn't matter for this context. But it's just weird. What's the point of the picture? I mean, yeah. why is it even there? Why not have a picture of Mount Rushmore or or, or Abe Lincoln or, or anybody else? Since it's not you, yeah, yeah. This is uh, probably unethical, but I'd like to introduce the opening of my new chain of coffee shops that will be incredibly dimly lit. <laughs> it's uh, Meetups is the name of it, and it's going to be specifically for people who've seen each other only online to come meet up. I think we're. Gonna, I mean, it's going to be hard to see it all in there. I'm just warning you. <laughs> we're going to find out that Matthew Brady had this sort of technology with his camera, and Lincoln yeah. was actually about 500 pounds, <laughs> and he just slimmed him in all the photos. Or vice versa. You know, wh- what would it be like if we thought, you know, Lincoln was, uh, he looked more like uh, Hugh Jackman. Then a tall, geeky Midwesterner with acromegaly and, and, and moles and a scraggly beard. And, and U.S. Grant looked like some hipster with a carefully oiled beard and, and, you know, didn't look like a bedraggled field general who drank a little bit. Why would you want all your photos of your dad, for instance, to look like somebody else, a better looking person? Mm-hmm. But that's not who he was. Yeah. That's not what you remember. I, just, I don't yeah. get it. It just seems very strange to me. Yeah. You know, that's funny. Reminiscence time. Uh, it's going to leave you sad. So somebody come up with something good. Joe's on a mission to make us all sad. Dude. Not really. Uh, um, so uh, I, I had a buddy growing up who was a, a really nice kid, really nice, sensitive kid, really into music and all. We were we were very close. And um, his dad was shockingly handsome. And it, there was a big photo portrait of him in their living room, as I recall. And the story behind it was he was walking down the street in New Orleans, and the photographer said, whoa, stop, come in here. I want to take your picture. I'll give it to you for free. I want it for my store because the guy was so handsome. I've tried that line. It doesn't work. (laughs) And uh, and, and he did, and it was up on their wall. And uh, he was a a cruel and abusive uh, son of a bitch. And, Mm -hmm. uh, And, you know, at least to my mind, abusive. I don't know if there's anything by the dictionary definition or the legal definition, but... He was a rotten person, so uh, in my opinion. Um, so the handsome picture doesn't really mean anything. Yeah, I did. Just this this obsession with being pretty. Was it's, this like the Burt Reynolds on the rug picture? <laughs> <laughs> it was a standard portrait, fully clothed, Michael. Thank you for asking. Uh, I, it's, I tell you what, it ain't right. It ain't normal, this obsession. Well, we I, have cameras that automatically make us better looking than when we meet people in real life. They don't know who we are. That's odd. Yeah. This feels like just slowly moving towards the fully digital, like, VR hangout space, where it's not, it's no longer just an altered picture of me. I get to create from whole digital cloth 
the digital avatar that represents who might I want as to well. be. Might as well. And then yeah. you all walk into the bar with your goggles on. Yep. And you see her avatar. Yep. She sees your avatar. Yep. And I you go home to your it. avatar apartment, yep. which is really beautifully decorated. Uh, the feng shui is is masterful. You have, I'm presuming, actual physical contact love makings. Maybe. <laughs> and then, and then you, you walk home through idealized streets to your imaginary home with this song playing in the background. <laughs> it, well, it, at least that'll enhance her walk of shame. Oh. No offense. Yeah, I don't know where we're oh, going. Oh, wait a minute. Her. Yeah, so you're making the walk of shame, and you think, hmm, Paris in a light rain. And you press a couple of buttons, and you make a walk of shame through Paris. <laughs> Wouldn't that be pleasant? <laughs> you are listening to the Armstrong and Getty Show. You guys taking enough freaking pictures already? Armstrong and Getty. The conscience of the of nation. Of the nation. Picked up by Lehman with four to shoot. LeBron drives, is fouled, count it! 38 for James, and a free throw away from passing Will Chamberlain. Move over, Wilt. Make room for LeBron. James, number five all-time on the NBA scoring list. Does that count, include postseason, or is that just regular season? Regular season, I believe. Okay. Let's check on that. Our hallmark is accuracy here. I shall. So, Jack often making the point that there are many more rounds of playoffs yeah, which in the modern dis- world. Yeah, yeah, more that, games. If, if it includes playoffs, it's not impressive at all. Playoffs? Uh, postseason stats aren't included in okay, career totals. Well, then it is very impressive. Um, and he's, a, he's still a young man because he started at 18. Um, so he's fifth on the list behind uh, Kareem, Kobe, Carl Malone. And who else? That's just my guesses. Doesn't matter. Nobody cares. Uh, Jordan? Nobody cares. Jordan. Michael Jordan. That is correct. King of Jordan. Kareem, Carl, Kobe, Michael. We got them all between us. Kareem, Carl, Kobe, Clorbron. How about that? Isn't that amazing? (laughs) Is it? (laughs) Wow. You are are easily amazed. (laughs) I'm childlike. The day must be very exciting for you. Look, three green cars in a row. Oh, my God. <laughs> honey, honey. What? I'm at work. Um, <laughs> uh, you know, I really like to give people credit when they pass stuff along that's just super helpful for the show. If you ever come across something you think we ought to be talking about or contributes to the discussion, uh, email us, uh, mailbag at armstrongandgetty.com. That's mailbag at armstrongandgetty.com, or if you're feeling uh, the urge, you can text us, 415-295-KFTC. But one of our um, uh, very helpful listeners came across this piece from the New York Times in January of this year. Ten long months ago, the uh, the headline from the California Today section, 100 million dead trees prompt fears of giant wildfires. And they talk about the more than 100 million trees 
That is a number that's easy to say and exceedingly difficult to comprehend. 100 million trees that died in California after being weakened by drought and insect infestations. Yeah, there are some bugs that got into California that had never existed. California had successfully kept them out for right. all these years until right. the drought hit. And I lost a lot of, I think we lost 20 trees, maybe, including one giant gives shade to the whole backyard. Yeah. Like makes the house what it is sort of tree. Oh no! Yeah, it wow. just sucks. Yeah, it's uh, you know it's like having a weakened immune system. A, a drought makes trees weak, and and they can't withstand bugs. Anyway, in some areas, uh, oh, it has transformed large swaths of this year Nevada into browned out tree cemeteries. In some areas, more than ninety percent of the trees are dead. Um, coming in the aftermath of the deadly and destructive fires last year, both in wine country and Southern California, and they had no way of knowing. Um, uh, and and the deadly fires on the way, scientists say they cannot even calculate the damage the tr- dead tree fires might cause. It exceeds what their current fire, fire behavior modeling can even simulate. Um, yet another actual challenge for the people of uh, Corruptifornia, um, and a giant challenge, but we're building a bullet train instead. <laughs> um, you know, and we could talk about it for a long time, but it's it's a real problem. I was flipping through the uh, channels and uh, came across the Country Music Awards briefly last night, and I caught Carrie Underwood and uh, Brad Paisley, the hosts, because they're funny together on stage, just briefly. And she's pregnant again. She is. I've and, heard that. And he mentioned that... Um, it's not mine. Quit saying it is. He said, no. Everybody's what? saying I'm sleeping with Carrie Underwood all the time. In fact, sometimes they post it online, and I'm asking you to stop saying Joe Getty. The Armstrong and Getty Show is sleeping with Carrie Underwood. It actually kind of fits into the joke. So Brad Paisley said, now, last time you were pregnant, I accidentally revealed the gender of the baby. This time I'm going to accidentally reveal the father of the baby. (laughs) That's a pretty edgy joke for us. Yeah, it is. (laughs) Yeah. Pretty she-man Kevin Keith Urban was the entertainer of the year. But um, Why? 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 (laughs) What? You got a, like a weightlifting standard no, for no, your musicians? No, because he wears too much makeup and his, his hair's too highlighted. That's my problem. Listen to you with your antiquated standards. <laughs> What's coming up in your news, Marshall Phillips? Lawyer Michael Avenatti arrested. He is outraged. High-ranking VA administrator in very hot water for yet another problem with the agency. And it turns out the state of California is awash in money. Michael Avenatti's got a problem? Nobody likes to see that. Coming up on the Armstrong and Getty Show. (sighs) Nobody wanted to see Michael Avenatti brought down a peg or two. Oh, no, wait a second. Lots of people did. Including people on the left who had turned on him when he kind of ripped them off. Well, clearly, everybody decided when Avenatti went with the Swetnick woman that that damaged the Kavanaugh case. Right. Because it made people say, okay, it's all a load of crap. Mm-hmm. And uh, so the Rachel Maddow hates him as much as Tucker Carlson at this point. Yeah, really so, interesting. Lots of people who gunning for him, and now he's been arrested. News now with Marshall Phillips. Uh, yes, Michael <laughs> Avenatti's calling his arrest on domestic violence charges complete bogus. The attorney I just promoter- hope all this doesn't give porn a bad name. Mm-hmm. The attorney promoter for porn actress Stormy Daniels arrested near his apartment in Los Angeles. Police. I think it's, that, that's what he was originally famous for. Mm-hmm. I think what he should be remembered mostly for is he is the legal representative for that Julie Swetnick woman who was a complete freaking fraud nut job 
who threw a Supreme Court nomination fight up in the air. And remember, although in her defense, which, trust me, is a stretch, uh, he reworded or, or, or twisted the words of virtually every woman he dealt with or represented. Sure. So he should be known for that more than uh, Stormy Daniels. Because that was just, that does, that's some pretty seriously bad stuff. Mm-hmm. Police didn't immediately disclose the details about Avenatti's arrest, but an LAPD spokesman says the victim has visible injuries. TMZ reporting that the woman in question was seen running out of the high-end apartment complex where Avenatti has an apartment in L.A. on Wednesday. She was on the sidewalk, sunglasses covering her eyes, screaming, I can't believe you did this to me, into a cell phone. Then security reportedly ushered her back into the building, after which Avenatti appeared... And started apparently chasing her while allegedly claiming she hit me first. And adding, this is BS. This is effing BS. I think Michael Avenatti is a morally bankrupt liar, assassin of characters, and purveyor of filth. This also seems odd to me. Yeah. This yeah, whole story. There's also a great chance that he didn't do this at all. Yeah. Um, Alyssa Milano, who started the hashtag MeToo movement, has cut him loose completely, says she doesn't want to be associated with him any, in any way, which I think that's one of the problems with the hashtag MeToo thing is you go with the accuser's story within the first 24 hours of it breaking in TMZ, you assume that what you're hearing from this woman is accurate. And TMZ has already changed a fundamental aspect of this story. Originally, point uh, uh, reporting, rather, that it was Avenatti's wife with whom he's now right. divorcing. Correct. Uh, who he's now divorcing, she divorced, whatever. Um, but that's not true. It wasn't her at all. Yeah. And she we says... A, we got a new tweet from Michael Avenatti. Yeah. There is a lot of inaccurate reporting out there. For example, one, I have not been charged with anything, let alone a felony. Okay. Because the headline was charged with yep. felony domestic abuse. Yep. Of course, he could be lying. Number two, Lisa wasn't even with me Tuesday, etc. Is that the girl he claims? That's his ex, I okay. believe. I could be wrong. I don't know. Numerous other facts being reported are completely bogus. Why is TMZ's news standard the news standard? Because of well, guys like you. Because of guys like you. Because you were on CNN as an actual representative right. of, of the truth. Right. <laughs> like on every show for weeks. Yes, that's hilarious. <laughs> Comedian Michael Avenatti <laughs> tweeting there. All right. Wait a second. Since when is TMZ gospel? Well, since when were you gospel? Since when is a simple allocation enough to convict a man? Switching gears. Can- <laughs> Switching gears, concern is growing among Northern California residents as the campfire claims more lives, 56 at this point. This woman, one of many, still looking for loved ones in and around paradise. For my brother Monty. I know they made it off the mountain. I mean, I haven't talked to him. So I hope, Monty, if you can see this, please call your sister. At least 130 people still unaccounted for. A growing chorus of residents, meanwhile, calling on PG&E to take responsibility for the campfire. The cause of the fire still remains under investigation in Southern California. There's also the belief that power lines there may have caused the Woolsey fire to break out. Taking a look at a high-ranking Veterans Affairs official who is being reassigned as a House committee's holding a hearing on delayed GI Bill payments potentially affecting hundreds of thousands of vets. We talked about this story the other day. The executive director of the Education Service of the Veterans Benefits Administration reportedly is now being reassigned to a regional office in Houston. That official is Robert Worley. He's scheduled to testify today before a House committee. 
is demotion in today's hearing comes after NBC News reported on IT problems at the VA that are causing some veterans a lot of problems, including vets facing debt or homelessness because their benefit payments for school and housing have been delayed for months. In some cases, the payments never sent at all. Great, Scott. Well, we were on this earlier. What can be done? Can a cleaning, a true cleaning, be done? I'll tell you what you do. You expand this VA care to everyone with Medicare for All. Right, that'll improve it. Yeah, breaking news, breaking news. Ladies and gentlemen, I'm sorry to report a celebrity death. Country music legend and hee-haw star Roy Clark is passed at age 85. I couldn't have told you he was still alive. Well, if you could have, you should have earlier. Because he's not. He is passed. Now he's picking and a grinning with a buck in heaven. Right. Very well go. said. A beautiful tribute. They say a little knowledge is a dangerous thing and not in a good way at all. More and more people are going online for medical information, causing apparently the phones to ring more often at doctor's offices. A new survey by a medical textbook company found 82% of the doctors say their phones are busier than ever with more people calling with medical questions about things they've read online. Oh, yeah. Additionally, the vast... Internet cancer, they call it. Yeah. Additionally, the vast majority of doctors, 97%, say patients are now coming into their offices with a lot of bad info as a result of their home research. Yeah. I, I've i gone through various stages of doing that myself. You, you really do yourself more harm than good. You know, I'd like to think I'm pretty good at it. I've been doing that lately because i got to have a thing. Well, here's um, the here's one of the keys. Yeah. Stay off any of the um, uh, communication boards. Where oh, the people... message boards and yeah. stuff? Yeah. Oh, oh yeah. Do yeah, not yeah. go yeah. there at all. Yeah, I've got my go-to couple of, like, well-known medical uh, institutions that I like. But even right. then, you'll get four or five different possibilities. Right. And, and the I... scary one's scared of a Jesus. Right, and I had a good one for my doctor actually just a week ago that I brought up, and then he hit me with a one point that I had left out of my... Deep research. <laughs> oh, okay, never mind. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. All right, that's a wrap. That's your news. I'm Marshall Phillips, the Armstrong and Getty Show, the conscience of the nation. Marshall, before you enjoy your next uh, hamburger at the McDonald's, uh, keep in mind the sort of mayhem that goes on there. A South Carolina McDonald's employee reportedly charged with third-degree assault and battery. Now, do you count up with battery or down? Third degree, better or worse than first? Is it burns or murder? (laughs) I don't know. (laughs) Neither do I. She was charged with whatever. After she physically confronted her manager, the incident happened about 1.30 in the afternoon when uh, she refused to stop eating bacon in the restaurant's kitchen. She worked there and she's eating the bacon? Right, exactly. (laughs) The employee uh, was told by the manager... You can't eat our food. ...to stop eating bacon while you're working. The employee, however, continued to eat the bacon, prompting the manager to tell the employee's boss. The employee was upset by the manager's action, reportedly backed the manager into a corner in the kitchen, and began to, quote, shove hot, crispy bacon in her face. The report said. That's sexy. (laughs) What? It's like a dream come true. The manager tried. Some woman shoving bacon in my face? A little bit of an overshare there. I'm working with Homer Simpson here. Manager tried to push back uh, from the employee, and the employee hit her then and and threw a cup of something or other on her. Mm. I hope it wasn't McDonald's coffee, which they import from the sun and serve at a thousand degrees. Right. Uh. 
the petering out coming up. We're going to end, uh, end on a, a medium note. Not a high note or a low note. Just a nice, steady, even medium note. That's what we'll end on. Coming up on the Armstrong and Getty Show. Armstrong and Getty. The conscience of the nation. The Armstrong and Getty Show. Boy, your wife sure talks a lot. Talks a lot. Boy, if I was suddenly struck speechless, it'd take her two weeks to find out. (laughs) (laughs) That's actually pretty funny. Um, Hee Haw was a TV show back in the day, very popular, and one of the stars of it was Roy Clark, who died at the age of something a lot. Sounds like a lot. 85. There you go. Yeah. But um, Fine fella. Never an unkind word spoken of him. As far as I know. Uh, yeah, fine. But um, he was the host of The Tonight Show a lot back in the day when Johnny Carson would have a night off. Roy Clark hosted a lot. He was thrown around I'd as the possible that. next host. Wow, I had forgotten that. Yeah. He was a charming guy. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, could play the guitar and the banjo, which is handy. Um, <laughs> well, some circumstances. If you're around a campfire, for instance. Exactly. Oh, please. Or hee-haw, you're sitting around on bales of hay, for lack of other uh, chairs. And there's a great deal of grinning, not a lot of picking. He could just, you know. So is he right all like like farming laughing? Is that what essentially it yeah, was? Yeah, okay. a rural country, yeah. southern, kind of like that. Yeah, they had a lot of guest stars, big guest stars, right. and uh, they go back and forth. Yeah, is it very? That's it's pretty a variety good. I've show. Never heard anybody say that, but that is that's pretty decent. Yeah, that is a good comparison. I, I watched it with great curiosity as a pretty urban kid growing up. Um. It, I wasn't sure how stereotypy, broadly drawn these characters were. I just didn't know. It was pretty broad and over the top. Yeah, but, but often the jokes were pretty funny. You know who's missed is Junior Samples. <laughs> Google it. Yes. The, the bit on him was he couldn't read, and wasn't that funny that he was he, illiterate? He was illiterate and <laughs> obese. <laughs> oh, oh, those were good times. So just give us a call, BR549. <laughs> Um, uh, Michael Avenatti, uh, final note on him, and this, this will play out, right? He's either guilty or he's not, and it'll go the direction it's going to go. But how high was he riding? When was the peak of his life? A couple of months ago, when he was throwing out the idea of running for president, and people were taking him seriously. Yes, when he was giving a worshipful interview every single night on either CNN, NNN, MSNBC, or both. <laughs> what was it, about a month ago? There was some awards show where he, he was one of the presenters. Right. And he walked out on stage and people cheered like crazy. Right. Yeah. And then... He's part of the resistance. Right. He, he doesn't like Trump, and I don't either. So, yay! Oh, yeah, and he was on Stephen Colbert. And, I mean, he, he couldn't have been any higher. I'm sure going into restaurants in New York and, and, and D.C., it was a big deal. And then... He promoted that woman who turned out to be a crazy liar about the whole gang rapes thing, and the left turned on him, and the right had turned on him a long time ago, and now if he's guilty of this, he's, well, he's done no matter what. Well, yeah, and... and uh, he's getting sued, so he might be financially ruined. He has gone from as high as, as he was ever going to go in his life to probably the bottom. And if I wish to waste positive Sean's time or Michael's, you could come up with tape of me months ago saying anybody who takes this guy the least bit seriously is a fool. He's an obvious con man. Maybe it takes one to know one. I don't know. But it was infinitely clear to me from the beginning. His little run is over. And I have no idea if he hit a woman or not. No. 
And I'm willing to presume his innocence on that. The, the truth will out, I believe. If I was going to guess, I'd say he didn't. Really? If I was just going to guess. There just are, based on the fact that he's got two ex-wives and he never did that sort of thing. And there are a number of aspects of this story that bother me. Just I have a, a pretty finely tuned crap detector. Um, I think you're born with it. Um, and the alleged victim running out on the lawn with sunglasses on, shouting her accusation into a cell phone in front of witnesses um, is odd. Well, it's not I, impossible. I it's just, just odd. I just think the most likely scenario is because he was flying so high as a national figure and a single guy, he started getting mixed up with hot women who are trouble. Yes. And this is one of them. Yes. That would be my guess. Right. That, that's the direction his life went. Uh, speaking of being hot for men, they did an experiment, a study, an actual study. Um, are you better looking to women clean shaven or with a beard or a various somewhere in between? Now, my wife and every other woman I've ever heard come on this comment on this don't like beards. It's amazing how popular beards are for the number of women I've heard say they're gross. Yeah. But what is number one, they decided, is 10 days growth is number one most attractive. Wow. Full beards came in second, but 10 days growth is number one. But uh, clean shaven was third? Yeah. Huh. From beard.com or what? Ten days growth is what you're shooting for. Eleven say shave her off again. Start over. They cut my beard and forced me to eat it. That's what happens if you get it too long. And now it's time for final thoughts with those two hotties, Armstrong and Getty, and the other guys too. Here he is, your host with ten days growth, Joe Getty. You got it. Yeah, I've got I got a beard trimmer. I just set it at ten days and just keep it trimming. Let's get a positive. Uh, uh, let's get a final thought from everybody. Positive, Sean. Yes, I must uh, don my ombudsman hat for just a moment. Yesterday, when discussing the Black Panther claw toys, I said they were made of adamantium. That's why they're so dangerous. Of course, that is wrong. They are made of vibranium, <laughs> the same metal that is used for, for Captain America's shield, not Wolverine's claws. Thank you. Beautiful. Michelangelo, have your final thought. Well, it's just one week before Thanksgiving. That means I go out like I do every year and buy my eating pants. It's usually jogging pants or some sort of pants with an expandable waist. Your eating pants. My eating pants. <laughs> hey, uh, Marshall Phillips, what do you have for a final thought? All right, closing things out, I want to remind you today is the Great American Smokeout, the American Cancer Society's day to help people quit smoking. This year's theme is day one, which means you don't have to quit today. Just start a plan to quit since doing so is part of the process. I finally worked out a plan and quit now nine years ago. Congratulations. Again, it's a hard Arm- thing to quit. Go to armstrongandgetty.com. Uh, check out uh, my past Marshall's musings and you'll find out how my plan worked for me. The irony for the people in the north part of the state of California is that even if they quit smoking, they haven't quit smoking yeah. for several days. Yeah. Uh, Jack, final thought? Apropos of nothing, evolution might win the battle. Elephants have stopped growing tusks. African elephants are not growing tusks or as big a tusks as just the ones without tusks aren't being slaughtered by poachers. And so it's a reaction. About out of time, my final thought is we're a society that has invented devices that automatically take pictures of us that look better than we do. Uh, We are an odd, odd people. What the future holds, nobody knows. It will be an interesting ride watching it. You should take a picture of what you actually look like and hide it in a drawer somewhere in case you ever want to look back and know because you won't have any pictures of you that show what you looked like when you were 40. Oh, my or eyes. Oh, <laughs> I'm a monster. <laughs> a goblin. <laughs> See you tomorrow. God bless America. This is a... Uh... 
historic act uh, of uh, devastating incompetence. I will not sugarcoat this. This is a disappointing day for us. Big mistake, but not too bad. The fun level in this room is at an 11 right now, and that brought it down. The ride is over! The time for the clowns and the acrobats and the dancing bears has passed. Get away from here. Get. Get. And we apologize for our stupidity, and we really hope you forgive us for what we've done. Thank you, and good night. Because the show's over. What? Bye-bye. For $10,000, you get supersized retouching, which gets you a brand new, better-looking kid. Armstrong and Getty, the voice of the West. Let me run this by my lawyer is a really helpful phrase to have in your back pocket. Legal Shield has been giving legal peace of mind for over 50 years. They connect you to a vetted law firm in your state for an affordable monthly fee. Want an experienced set of eyes on a contract fine print? Or you finally want to get that will done? Legal Shield has a dedicated group of lawyers who have your back, no matter what the future brings. Sign up today at LegalShield.com forward slash iHeart. PPLSI does not provide legal representation or advice. See a plan for complete terms. If a new house is on your wish list in the next five years, grow your savings faster and experience your dreams with an Ohio Homebuyer Plus account from Kemba Financial Credit Union, a savings account specifically designed to save for a new home where you can earn 7% APY, a $500 matching bonus, and a $1,500 mortgage closing cost credit. Learn more at Kemba.org. Offer expires March 31st, 2025. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. NMLS 292230. Equal housing lender. Federally insured by NCUA. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper, a woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver? I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Nobody wants to outlive their money, but it happens, especially for women. That's why GameBridge offers the Parity Flex annuity designed for women's unique retirement needs with flexible withdrawals plus a guaranteed lifetime income benefit that keeps paying you even if your account balance is zero. GameBridge is helping build a better financial future for women. Retirement income you can't outlive is the ultimate flex. Start saving now at GameBridge.io. Visit GameBridge.io slash ParityFlex for current rates, full product disclosures and disclaimers, and other important information.